Welcome back ah. to the Super Burly Bros Podcast. Motherfucker. <laughs> Welcome. The podcast about any and all things. We still don't know what, but we don't care. I'm Aaron. And I'm Dustin. Here we go. We announced ourselves for the month. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, yeah really every now and then we do it. <laughs> starting off the second half. Well, second half. I guess we're going to keep going. Well, we're not at 50 yet, but I was thinking oh, okay. that this was like, oh, we're halfway done with all these, but we're not really, uh, it's not like we're doing seasons or anything. Oh, okay. It's yeah. just a continuous. Yeah. I was going to ask if we ever wanted to do like seasons or anything. Well, you know, I mean, we could end with, you know, episode 50 being like the end of season one. I'd want to get to or do you want to do 52 yeah. do it yearly? Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, yeah. that's one year. <laughs> Fine. Well, I'm okay with be, it being a 50 episode season with two bonus episodes. <laughs> How do you feel about that? <laughs> um, let's just go with the full 52. Okay. Because then we can be consistent every couple years. Sure. Or however long. Well, isn't there a leap year in there somewhere one day? Yeah, it's one day, not a week. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> and it's, it's a bonus year. day. That is, it is next year? Yeah. Oh, so, so some lucky people get to actually celebrate their birthday? <laughs> Uh, my coworker Julie, her husband is uh, born on leap year. Well, um, leap day. Congratulations, Julie's husband. Yeah. Maybe you listen. Maybe you don't. He for sure doesn't. Well. Oh well. <laughs> he's a good guy. You know, she's kind of robbing the cradle though. He's only like seventeen. Bro. She's like sixty. Fuck. <laughs> um, That's how it works. That just reminds me of. Um, my Jackie's oldest sister, where she was like dating some like 20 year old, mm-hmm. which isn't anything like a 17 year old and a 60 year old or mm-hmm. whatever, but she's still pretty old. And it was like, whoa, that's not like you because she's super. Um, well, she was just very religious and oh, okay, almost, you know, very like very proper and too yeah. good for that sort of shenanigans. Doesn't drink soda or no, she doesn't drink any booze. Oh, she okay. drinks like diet a&W or something. Just real particular. <laughs> it's gotta be like caffeine free. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's like weird shit. But whatever. She lives in a trailer. <laughs> All right. Fine. Well, just saying Girl where seat. she lives. <laughs> but speaking of someone that probably lives in a trailer. <laughs> no. There was a person. These. Um, I used to think that those scooters were really cool. Mm-hmm, the like lime scooters. The limes, the birds, the whatevers. And over the past couple months, they've had a few of them that have been in front of my work. Yeah. So I'm just seeing tons of, you know, whippersnappers rolling around on them, whipping, yeah. you know, cutting corners and cars off and stuff. And it's just a real nuisance. Yeah. You know, old man Reed doesn't like it. Yeah. I've, I've driven around through, um, like uptown and through dinky town a couple of times where I was like behind one and they, yeah, they, they drive very recklessly. Mm-hmm. And you're a motorized vehicle at that point. So you really should be obeying. All those traffic rules. Not, not you should be. You have to. <laughs> it's the law. Um, but to get back to the the beginning of the story was, I was at my parents this morning, mm-hmm. and I saw a person on a scooter going down the exit ramp. Oh my! Like goodness. towards oncoming traffic. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just thinking as I was like getting onto the freeway, the going the opposite way. I'm like. What is your game plan here? Like, there oh, are no goodness. sidewalks down there. Yeah. Like, you're just going to ride into traffic. Yeah, like, to, there's two issues there. Of Like, 
to be taking a ramp onto like a freeway with a one of those scooters, I'm pretty sure that you shouldn't do. Yeah, they and don't then, go fast enough. And then also to be doing it towards oncoming traffic is just a whole other issue. Well, do you remember? Well, you grew up in the country. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> sorry, rural, you know. Yeah, not, I grew up in the country. Okay. So, growing up in the suburbs, they said you're always supposed to ride against traffic. So, you can see it coming. But in the city, you go with the flow of traffic. Yeah, I guess we were always taught to, if you're riding like a bike, to ride with with traffic. But if you're walking... To walk against traffic. Huh. That, that's kind of what we learned. If So if you're just walking on the side of the highway. Yeah. Okay. Um, or like the county road. County road. Yes. <laughs> no highways out and yeah. wherever. <laughs> that, so yeah, we would walk towards oncoming traffic. But if you're on your bike, you would just go with it. Okay. Well, maybe I'm the dumb dumb and I don't know what I'm talking about. But if you do know... No one cares. No one cares. No one cares because this person was clearly on a mission (laughs) to do something. (laughs) And I'm hoping that they figured out quickly that they were going the complete opposite direction that they should be going. Mm -hmm. Let alone you shouldn't be riding it on a busy street like that. Yeah. But you shouldn't be riding them on sidewalks either. So it's really confusing. Because these are they're They're essentially um, like the lime ones, at least. Those are like... um, those razor scooters, but they're just electric, right? So and they're, they're a little, they're a little bit beefier. They, like they can they handle themselves, right? So they can handle city roads. Yeah, but yeah, they're not anything bigger than that. Okay. Yeah, I feel like that could go. I would accept it being on either. Like it could be on the sidewalk, or I could see it being in the road. Um, can you do any like tricks on them? Can you like whip <laughs> it around and shit? I, I don't think there's a gyroscope that would allow you to not get your cables tied up. Oh, okay. Um. But take it to a skate park and oh my goodness, because I think they actually like max out at 15 or 20 miles an hour. That's so that's pretty decent. That's pretty decent, especially if you're in the uptown area and you're just zipping from here to there. Yeah. Or like if, you know, back in the day, could you imagine if you had to get from one campus to another and you're just like, look at this scooter. Mm-hmm. Boom. Yeah. You know, very convenient. Yeah. Or those like uh, mono wheel skateboards where. Oh, yeah. You like just balance between it, but then it also propels itself. Dude, we should get a one wheel. Break our wrists. No, 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 no. They're very safe. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the, 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 the machine being safe or unsafe. It's me being not coordinated enough to remain safe. Oh, uh, I see. Well, at least you got health insurance. Yeah, that's true. You you master it and then show me how to do it because I don't have health insurance. <laughs> <laughs> mm, what a time to be alive what a time to be alive though it would fucking suck to live in uptown now with those things running around like it was hard enough driving through like the back streets and having like whole cars and bikes that come out of nowhere but now some little scooter thing yep and i've noticed a lot of them like the prime time to be riding them is after bar clothes or just before you <laughs> like you're oh we're going out to you know go drinking or whatever yeah let's just take these scooters so it's a lot of people that are probably intoxicated. Rolling They've already pre gamed and yeah. Oh my goodness! Like it's just like that's that's uh that's a ticket. That's losing something. Like <laughs> they're gonna, they should lose something. They're gonna lose something if you're operating an electric scooter while yeah. intoxicated. Like, yeah, for it, sure. It's not above the law. But it does sound 
Like it'd probably be fun. I don't know. I'll man. be fair on that. <laughs> that it's probably fun, but definitely should be illegal. Well, I really want one of those one wheels, but out here in the burbs, I don't think I would use it. No, um, you can take it down to the gas station. <laughs> take it down to the gas station, and get punched out. Yeah. <laughs> Where'd my one wheel go? <laughs> Oh, my skateboard. <laughs> you stole my big wheel. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, that might happen. That would definitely happen. <laughs> but good luck charging it, because I'm pretty sure it has a proprietary charger. Oh, shit. Fuck. <laughs> Ain't no micro USB on that shit. <laughs> Everybody's got one of those. Mm. Well, but, how have you been? Um, I've been good. Uh, today, we're going back... Um, Back to Coon Rapids to visit uh, Jackie's family. It's her nephew's, our nephew's birthday, mm-hmm. fourth birthday. Nice. So get some cake, happy birthday. ice cream. Yeah. Happy birthday, bud. Maybe you'll listen one day. <laughs> Maybe not. Probably shouldn't. Probably should. <laughs> but yeah, that um, interviewing for new position. What would be the, um, <laughs> what, what entails with the new position? I think you've told me told me about it before and we talked about it a little before we started recording, but what is actually, what would go on? What would like, how would your role change? Yeah. So I would start to do our membership exams. Mm-hmm. So I would be the one instead of my manager, like having all these, you know, people calling and emailing to set up appointments, do our onboarding process with them, introduce them to what we do at the club mm-hmm. and as well as teaching a class that's very specific and dog related to the club, mm-hmm. which is called mastering dog relating where it's by invite only. So it's members of the club or people that wanted to join, but their dog wasn't quite there yet. Mm-hmm. So we kind of do a big group class every Thursday and it's just continual education. Mm-hmm. So we would just do that every week. Um, so you're the, you're the gate. You'd become the gatekeeper of like, oh, I'm sorry, the club's at capacity. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're just not the right fit for this club. And then just like that one guy in Thor, I would just like stab the sword in or pull it out or whatever. And then the Bifrost just disappears. Yep. So you, you know, it's pretty cool. Nice. Um, And then for our existing clients, if they ever have any issues, they would come to me as their personal trainer. Okay. So it kind of has that built in. Like I don't have to go putting out fires around the city. It's more like they just come to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> <clears throat> um, but it's great because I, you know, working 10 plus years in the service industry mm-hmm. i didn't really get to meet the public so much it was yeah. always in the back of the kitchen so being able to engage with <clears throat> human people <laughs> is you know in, is nice oh man <laughs> it's a, you know I it's a real shot in the dark <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, just seeing seeing somebody be like oh man i'm excited to be customer facing <laughs> oh <laughs> The little does he know. Yeah. <laughs> Customers suck. <laughs> uh, so I can't wait to meet them. <laughs> I'm so excited. He was. He's We're going to check back on this one. <laughs> this will be a, a nice follow up in like five weeks. And you're like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then I'll do those trainings. The hours it does like it'll be pretty much, I assume, Whenever there's a hole on the schedule, mm-hmm. I'll be there. <laughs> so I'll just be, you know, filling in when when needed. And those Everyone are those. Else is too drunk to deal with a dog. And yep, yep. You know, like yesterday, uh, 
I was already working from like six to two thirty or whatever. Mm-hmm. And there was an opening on our schedule from two to seven, like the evening helper. Yeah. And I was like, Hey, uh, is anybody coming in? <laughs> and then my manager like told everybody like, Hey guys, there's Dustin's an, got it. There, there's an open shift. <laughs> and I was like, well, I'll stay. And my manager's like, no, no, you can't. Like you've already been there. That's like too much. And I stayed yesterday for like 10 hours mm-hmm. and, <clears throat> or the day before that. And she's like, no, you've already done that. Like it's, don't do it. It's yeah. fine. Like it's too much. And I'm like, well, I'll be here until someone else comes in and nobody came in. So it, you know, you know, more, more fish for uh Kunta. So it's like not, not too upset about it. Real deep cut there. I appreciate it though. <laughs> so I just need a minute. <laughs> well, I'm excited for you. I think I'm getting my period or something because I am just I've been all over the map today. Like I am I go from being like some of it's stuff that we talked about off air. But like I go from being like depressed to like angry to I'm having a good time now. I'm just very sensitive and bloated. I'm sure. But that's kind of a normal. Yeah. It's rough. Aaron, do you think that maybe this might be reflecting on something that's maybe on your hands. It's you drives his nipples. I don't know what that means. I'm talking about your fingernails. Oh, because I painted my fingernails black. Yeah. You know, it's really, and that's get, making me emo. Yeah. That's possible. Like, like when Toby McGuire put on the dark Spider-Man costume, <laughs> I mean, oh, he really, emoed he, changed. Out. he changed, it changed him. The, 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 color black is a powerful thing that's true um i don't know it's i guess it's possible i hadn't considered it um see i felt like that was probably helping my mental health but oh i mean you i, do, I felt it was, it was more just me being like yeah this is what i like i'm gonna do the thing i like i suppose expressing yourself i i, I honestly believe it's probably the weather yeah because i know that that can really affect you probably uh, the weather having a shitty roommate <clears throat> everyone knows who i'm talking about come on we all know yeah Let's not beat around the uh, Paul. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But the weather has definitely like made a a hard turn to just like, hey, guess what? It's autumn. Yep. And it's like, they have like a slow, beautiful transition. No, it's just gash city over here. (laughs) Just (laughs) what? Fucking storm and Norman. Gash city. What does that mean? Nobody. Nobody knows what it means, but it's edgy. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's probably that. Um but I'm I'm really glad I don't know if I talked about it on the podcast yet. I got one of those um alarm clocks that lights yes. up uh gradually about like half hour prior to when the alarm goes off and it's been working really well. I actually really recommend it if you have trouble waking up when it's uh like dark out before like when you're supposed to be getting up. Mm. See, I'd love to do that because I mean, I do have a softer alarm now, mm-hmm. but it is still pretty jarring to like, oh, there's this loud noise rather than, you know, something naturally like, mm-hmm. hey, your room's getting brighter, but it's not like, Wah. yeah. Um, and then you have your backup alarms just in case that yeah. fails. Yeah, I've got a one alarm just on my phone that goes off five minutes after. So it's usually when I'm on the bike 
I've still been biking, which is also the main thing I was realizing that like I can get up when it's dark out, but I don't have that motivation to be like, all right, well, I'm going to be healthy and I'm going to bike and then I'm going to take a shower and do all these things I'm supposed to. I would just be like, well, I'm just going to stay in bed until I have to quick jump up and put clothes on. Damn. Well, you know, maybe, you know, baby steps. Yeah. Do you and Jackie wake up at like similar times at all? Uh, we do now because she just has to wake up when I wake up because I wake up all three dogs. <laughs> so by proxy, she wakes up. So this would be perfect, actually, because I, I will say like, um, I think every time, every day that I've had that alarm on so far, I wake up on my own about like a minute, two minutes before the alarm would go off. So like it gets to a brightness within the room. I'm just like, oh, oh what's up? Hmm. And then it's nice that the alarm is just some birds chirping. So like they chirp pretty loud, but man, remember the birds in David's video or voicemail uh, from before? It just so peaceful. And I do remember those birds. Well, that's a good segue. Uh, Cause we have a message from David. Uh, he got it in just uh, past the wire last week. Um, so this is going to be a new segment or no, it's the second installment of the, the segment of David complains about the podcast. We should do a soundbite for that. We'll work on that in our, our free time. I'll work on that in our free time. Okay. Cool. My free time. <laughs> Precious free time. Hey guys, welcome to our new segment. It's called David calls in to like answer questions, but mostly complain about stuff that you guys said on your podcast when he eventually catches up with it. So first thing that you should know is I haven't been running as much recently because it's really hot outside in Los Angeles. And so uh, when I am on the elliptical instead, I don't usually listen to a podcast. So it takes me longer to catch up, keep up with all of your goings on. But like, I'm totally caught up. I know all the stuff that's happening now. So just, you know, here I go. First of all, like many, many, many weeks ago, Aaron said that he was having a bunch of warning lights about his airbag. So you need to just stop everything. You need to just stop the podcast. You need to go get that check right now. Go get that fixed. Then once that is fixed, you can come back and I will allow you to continue your podcast as your older brother. So, okay. I assume that you've done that now. (laughs) Second of all, I want to just issue a correction about this uh, trucker Jeff story. There were some claims made on the podcast about what I said that I feel like I was misrepresented. You guys said that I said that Jeff was a sociopath. And here's what I actually said. The thing about him brushing his teeth and then eating Taco Bell and then going to sleep is it's not that he's a sociopath. It's just that that's the behavior of a sociopath. Right. So like that's a that's a pretty big difference. And if he would just quit doing that, I'm sure he's a great guy. And I didn't accuse him of murdering any uh, lot lizards or anything like that. I did say the thing about uh, how I thought it was funny about how he said that he was surprised that birds die. It's because he said the sentence, you would be surprised how many birds die. And that's like, you know, oh, shit. all of them, <laughs> every bird dies eventually. Uh, <laughs> so so I, I actually, am, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm not surprised by that. But I guess what he meant was the, like on the side of the road, which yeah, sure. Yeah, great. Uh, I also wanted to say you guys talked about Tesla uh, charging and you're like, oh, but what if you're in the what if you're on a trip and you don't uh, you can't charge it because you're not near home? 
Well, that's why they have a whole network of superchargers where you can go and you can get your Tesla topped off. You get there, you plug it in. Uh, If you have an older Tesla, it's free forever. If you have a newer one like mine, it costs a little bit of money, but it's cheaper than gas. And uh, there's usually like restaurants and stuff and you can go, you know, it takes between 15 minutes and 45 minutes, depending on how much charge you need and how fast that particular charger is. But like when you go to start a trip and you say, like, I want to drive to San Francisco, then it'll make a route that includes appropriate stops at superchargers. And it will even balance it based on which ones have availability. You can see in advance how many slots there are open at each place. It's pretty cool. Uh, I also wanted to say I firmly agree with everything that Aaron said about how Dustin should get an iPhone. My understanding is that he did. He got an iPhone XS. That's great. And yes, I would have completely cut him out of my life entirely if he had become a green uh, bubble instead of iMessage because it's just, that's just how I do it. I actually now have unlimited texting on my plan. AT&T just gave it to me. Uh, but yeah, still, it's a, it's about the principle of the thing. Uh, you asked also about how to start a story. This was like, I don't know, it's got to be like six weeks ago now. This one, this one is going way back. I would just say that the way that we usually do uh, the beginning of a story is you figure out what is supposed to change in the story. You're like, is this a character that's going to change? Is this the world that's going to change? A certain situation that's going to change? And then what you figure out then is like, what do you want it to be at the end? You know, do you want this character to have grown in some way? They were scared of being a parent. Uh, so then what you want to end that story with is that they've, they've overcome that. So then what you need to start it with is some example of the world as it was, of how that character as they were, you know, you want to you want to show them in their environment before they were forced to change. And then the story pokes at them and breaks their world so that they can't continue to exist the way that they were. And then by the end of the story, they've come to a new sort of status quo. So it's like you start with the status quo, you break it, and then they go through a bunch of uh, of story turns that are essentially just challenging them on their worldview or on the way that they existed before. And then by the end of it, they've come to a new status quo. And that is how I start a story. But also sometimes on The Magicians, we start with poop jokes. And we're just like, oh, I've got a really good, I've got a really solid poop joke. Uh, so how can I build a story around that? So that also happens solid. sometimes. Um, I think that that's most of the stuff. Oh yeah. The other thing you didn't ask this on the podcast itself, but you did ask it in the description for one of the podcast episodes. Uh, I went to galaxy's edge. I went to the star Wars land and it was indescribably amazing. It was so expensive. Everything. It basically is just a mall. You just spend a lot of time shopping for star Wars stuff. Um, but it was so, so righteous. I went on the millennium Falcon ride three times uh, I was the pilot twice, which is what you want to be because you can be the pilot or the gunner or the engineer and you just want to be the pilot because that's the cool one. And, you know, I took pictures inside the Millennium Falcon and I drank a bunch of weird space booze, one of which makes your lips tingle uh, because it's from outer space, I guess. And that's the kind of stuff they have there. Anyway, I hope that this has been an informative uh, and interesting segment for your listeners uh, and by listeners, I mean me and Steven and Jeff. So, oh, and that lady from work, from Aaron's work. Yep. So uh, everybody group. have a good, Solid. have a good week. And, you know, I'll, I'll be, I'll be listening and, and ready to catch up with you guys and, uh, and complain some more in the future.
later. Okay. Well, we covered a lot of ground there. That concludes David's (laughs) segment about things. Soundbite pending. (laughs) But, but first let's, let's, uh, since I, I took a note, I think you, you opened something up there. Um, if you, David, are not listening to the podcast when you're on your elliptical, what are you listening to then? Yeah, because uh, I've I've used that elliptical. I know there's uh, he's got a computer there because it's in his garage. He's got a computer. He's got a row machine. But the only thing I could imagine is I believe they do have, uh, you know, there's a thing. So he could probably set like an iPad on there. So maybe he's watching something instead. So he finds some other content more engaging than this. Maybe he puts on like some trees just on a loop. So it's like you're <laughs> so, you're actually like running through it's something. Like you're running at incredible speeds. Or maybe maybe there's like a zombie apocalypse theme where you can just like really get into it. Yeah. If that doesn't exist. Do they have like I feel like a zombie spin class would be very uh, motivational. Right. You know, with you know realistic uh, effects. I think that would be Yeah, like a like a four D ride. But you have to also be working out. And if you like drop below a certain rate with your heart rate, you're just like you someone like pulls you off of the game. <laughs> it's like you lose. And it just, you know, drags you to hell. And then you've paid for this workout that you don't get to complete. And so you have that financial uh, motivation as well that you're like, if I don't keep up. I'm going to waste this money because I can't actually finish the workout. You know, that might actually get me to go to the gym. Yeah. Because then it's like you're you're wasting money by not going already. But then if you do go and you don't succeed, you're really losing. Yeah. (laughs) So that's a really good idea. Let's make that happen. Patent pending. All right. Um, Is there a way to like call dibs for like a patent? To be like, I haven't written it all up yet, but dibs. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you could... Um, well, date stamp uh, one forty one p.m. Uh, Central Time, Sunday, September eighth, two thousand nineteen. Dibs. <laughs> <laughs> um, funny that because the next thing I think he had talked about was the Tesla, or maybe there was something before that. The a lot of lizards, I think, has yeah, resolved yeah. itself now. Um, but the Tesla. Hmm. Um, I the, looked up uh, where some supercharging stations are. Um, there are. There's a few uh, in the in our area. Okay. Um, you know, I wouldn't say it's a ton. You know, it, it might pop up more as you zoom in or zoom out. Doesn't really look like it. Um, but I think you could get around through most of Minnesota. If you start getting up in the northwest towards like Canada, it gets a little rougher. I don't know if get into the Dakotas, they probably no. I think it's illegal to have Yeah, they'll uh, shoot you on sight. Yeah, to have any kind of green energy stuff there. <clears throat> um so it's funny that he brought that up because this morning I for whatever reason I think I just like was thinking I really want to get a Tesla. Mm-hmm. Um even though I have a car that's functioning now. Yeah. Uh it still is like, well, let's just see what's out there. Like, what do these cost again? Mm-hmm. So I started building one and then I saw on the website, there's also a used section now. Oh, nice. And to think like, wow, to, you know, a used Tesla. Who's like selling their Tesla? Someone that wants probably the newest one. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then I was like, well, what, what could that run? You know, maybe like 20, 22, like most mm-hmm. higher end used new cars. Yeah. 37,000 was the lowest I found. Jesus Christ. 
And were they like Model 3s or were they like the... Some of them were from like 2014, 15, and they were like the first one. And they went up like in age, like there was like a 2016, I think, and that was like 47,000. I was like, well, at this rate, I might as well just buy a brand new one. But So that that one, was that a Model 3 or was Yeah, that, that was a Model 3. Okay. And like the other ones before that were probably the more expensive, like the more sports cars-y ones. Yeah. And they definitely had more bells and whistles, I think, added on to them. Yeah. But <clears throat> in either, either way, it was still kind of like, well, by the time I actually buy a Tesla, if mm-hmm. I do go the used route, there should be just a pretty good selection if they're still um, in production and... yeah. All that, which I assume they're going to be around for a while. Uh, yeah, probably. I think uh, they've got enough. I'm revenue. curious, David, um, if someone on the street were to offer you cash for your car, what would be your price point for it? So if you were if you were just going to sell your Tesla for you were just forced to, what would be your price point? Well, now, I'm if curious. you say forced, you know, he might try and be like, well, then give me this. Give me more than I paid for it. Um, I feel like he, ideally he understands kind of the, the point I'm trying to make of just what would be your price point of if you were going to sell this, what do you think would be the fair deal of you not price gouging anyone, but also not getting screwed over for your okay. car? So if you were to take it to a dealer, you're going to trade it in. What were you going, what would be your price point? I'm just curious. Yeah. <clears throat> we could certainly text you about this right now, but. We'll We're wait. not going to. We'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to wait and see how long this answer takes to come back in. <laughs> um, and another interesting point that he said when he was when he's developing stories is going pretty much backwards. If I got that correctly, like, yeah, what I is your so. end goal? And then what do you want to happen along the way? And I think that, that's that's super smart. That's a that's a different way that I've ever thought about it. That's a that's a pro thing. That, that's a pro tip. <laughs> pro tip. And that was David's master class. Yeah. <laughs> on writing a story. <laughs> Patent pending. <laughs> Patent pending. Um, yeah, no, that was uh, really informational. It's, um, I feel like I'd, I'd like to think I've thought of the, at least the, where do I want it to end? And then how do I get there? And it may have been, I've thought of it from him probably explaining this me at other points and then i was like oh that's an original idea but from me (laughs) an original thought (laughs) um but i didn't think of the the status quo part of you have your normal worldview that is uninterrupted and then like i've i've learned in school about like the inciting incident which like causes the story to start developing but I didn't think of it as something breaking uh, like a worldview or that type of thing. So that was very informational. Yeah. Maybe we'll pick that back up one day. Yeah. It's we, a lot of work. I know we, I don't think we actually talked about it on the show very much. Uh, <clears throat> we were uh, tossing around the idea of trying to do an animated TV show um, or just some sort of animated thing. Um And we kind of bounced around through genres. Um, We had gone, we had started with one idea of doing sort of a medieval fantasy thing. And then we found that it was very similar to a show that I like uh, called Harmon Quest. (laughs) And that that makes sense that I'm just like, I like this. I want to do this. (laughs) 
He works with music all the time. It though. works really well with music. It's it feels a lot more steely uh, when not musical. Um, so we, you know, we were working on that, um, drawing some things, and the amount of time it took me to, you know, draw this out on my computer and have like ten seconds of wording. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of work, and and <laughs> we, we thought it'd be easier. And we uh, quickly put that, you know, off to the side and. Aaron bought some, some, uh, what do you call them? Programmable drums or, uh, oh, I bought the, I the, bought a drum machine, drum machine. And, and then we started thinking, well, let's make some music. Yeah. <laughs> let's go back to what we're better at. Yeah. <clears throat> sort of better, I guess. Sort of better. But you know, David's heard some stuff. So yeah. I think he's, you know, he knows what we can do. He knows what Aaron, what's going what Aaron, on. What Aaron can do. Actually, um, I was playing around with some stuff last night and, um, I got a good start for a song, actually, actually having like more than one piece to it. Yeah. Um, and it's still sort of me trying to, uh, I feel like right now I'm in the process of kind of like finding my passion for music again, mm-hmm. of really just starting with enjoying the actual, just playing the music. Rather than being like it needs to create, there needs to be some end product that I, you know, record or have cemented by the end of it. Otherwise, it was just wasted time rather than like, oh, this is something I like doing. I could like I could play guitar in my room just for me. And that is still a a worthy endeavor. You know, it's not producing anything, but like if I like doing it, I can do it and it doesn't have to be producing something yeah and Uh, that's that's a very healthy way of of looking at it because for years it was you know we're chasing we're we're making we have to do this because this is what we need to be doing for you know our life's work yeah and then and i it definitely trying to be in a professional band or being in a professional band and having just wanting to be in the music industry it really took away from my passion for just playing the instrument where like I always had fun playing it but it became more of like well there there needs to be something that comes out of this rather than just yeah just have fun mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like you're just taking your guitar and just ringing it out yeah like, give me something <laughs> oh, something please <laughs> but so I'm I'm kind of getting back to my roots of just having fun playing some music it's different stuff from what I used to do and so you know, and I, it's a lot easier for me to record stuff. So, you know, if I do like it, I can still track it, but not having that be like, well, it needs to end with this being a full song that's completed. Otherwise it was a waste of time. Yeah. Well, that's, that's good. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't mean for that to sound like, yeah, you know, whatever, just write that off. Yeah. It is, you know, that's good. It's, it's very healthy to, you know, like I said, mm-hmm. I'm happy for you. Thank you. Yeah. I just want to point out, um, I, I really liked uh, Jackie the other day uh, shared a video on Facebook that was taken from, I assume, one of your coworkers. Where it was just you playing with this big husky at work. I think oh. it was a husky. And, <laughs> you're, and it, was, it was a very just candid moment of Dustin just just playing around with one of the dogs at work. And really just like how big of like a smile that you had and just how 
clearly it is that you're just enjoying what you're doing, that you're enjoying the moment and just liking what you're doing. And it just made me really happy to see it. I was just like, yeah, oh, that's nice. Like I can imagine if someone like looked in through the window of me at work, I'm not like grumbling <laughs> or anything, but I don't think I have that same look on my face. So I, I really enjoy seeing that, seeing that you're, you're doing something that makes you so happy. Thank you. Uh, and he's a Malamute. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know breeds very well. Yeah, no. Um, he's a big boy, but he's yeah. not even he's not even that big. Like those dogs get so much bigger than he is. But anyways, um, I think a guy came up to me yesterday. He's like, man, you must go home with like the most. I think he said serotonin and dopamine. Just like just feeling <laughs> so good when you leave work. And I was like, you know, I really do. <laughs> I feel so good. <laughs> like. Yeah, even if it's a really stressful day, it's always there's always someone there, like dog wise, <laughs> that I can just kind of like grab and just suck some happiness out of. Yeah, like no, it <laughs> sounds really fucking weird though. <laughs> um, because there was one day, um, not too long ago, where I was just really bummed out. It was really hard for me to kind of like get focused and get mm-hmm. centered on what I was supposed to do that day. And I looked over at one of the dogs, Coda, and he just kind of like, he's this big derpy chocolate lab. (laughs) And he's just like, hey, buddy, how's it going? Just like his whole thing is just like, I don't care about the rules, man. We're just going to have fun and play Mm -hmm. and be silly. And I just like called him over and he just walked over and I gave him a big hug and he just kind of like wiggled a little bit. And it was just such a grounding experience to be like, (sighs) All right, I'm not going to get bummed out. (laughs) I feel better now. And he, you know, he was so helpful and it is like, the people that have ESA dogs or service dogs, like it's so awesome that they can, you know, have that a part of their life. So Mm -hmm. happy to be keeping these kids alive and, you know, feeling good about themselves so that I can continue to do what I do because they keep me happy. Yeah. Yeah. And they pay pay the bills and they pay the bills. Some bills. Jackie pays most of them, but it's true. It's true. Makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) And here's a word from our sponsors. Ooh, but anyways, we're we're back for another few minutes here. <laughs> it's like, this is pretty late in the game for this, for the ad spot. Uh, no, I'm just totally going to cut this out and okay, then insert perfect. that at some other point oh, okay. during a lull. That makes sense. But this will stay in now because. Yeah, right, right around the end. We're like, oh, we're back from that ad that happened 20 minutes ago. <laughs> um, <clears throat> do you have any other lewd business? Lewd business? New business? I said new business. Oh, I heard lewd. I'm like, I don't think so. Um, Any new business? No. Any old business? No. No, I I got nothing. All right. Well, that'll be uh, the end of this show. Okay. Be sure to turn in. Tune in. Tune in. Uh, Next week uh, is going to be episode 50. And uh, begrudgingly, I will be partaking in this thing where we're going to eat a bunch of hot wings. Uh, But we're going to have my soon-to-be ex-roommate and our ex-bandmate, Tane Graves, will be on the show joining us. Uh, He's going to eat some wings with us. Uh, He plays in a band, Tightwire, so we'll probably talk about that a little. We'll see. Uh, Maybe we'll have a soundbite. I don't know. Yeah, but, you know, more to come. Yeah. And at this point, I don't even know why we're eating the spicy wings. 
but I'm still sticking to it. Yeah. <laughs> I think well, I thought it was just you wanted to do it. That's, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's 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 the, the reason why we've done any of this. It's just like <laughs> I want to do it. It's <laughs> like why this podcast exists of like <laughs> there's no reason alive? for this. But like you're just like I want to do a podcast. I'm like, OK. Yeah. You know, I, know I mean, why. that's we just keep doing it. We just keep doing it. It costs Aaron just a little bit of gas sometimes to come up here. Yeah. And, you know, maybe by, you know, this is really going off the rails with uh, this tangent. Oh, there's a hole in my pants. Oh, it's a legitimate hole. <laughs> Soundbite. Um, I was going to say, I, does Jackie know that she also has a rather sizable hole in those pajamas pants she's wearing? Oh, yeah. Okay. This is very obvious. <laughs> she opened the door. <laughs> I was like, do I say something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> She really likes them. I've it's funny because every time I wear, you know, if I'm walking around in my boxers mm-hmm. and she sees a hole in them, she'll just hook me and then just like just start ripping them. And then she's like, I hope okay, she did it once. Okay. <laughs> but she's threatened many times. <laughs> but it has been like, you know, just get rid of them. Like yeah. go buy some new underwear or whatever. Yeah. And as I, you know, I think I've said this, but they're underneath. Mm-hmm. They're not showing. Yeah. Who cares if there's a little breeze? Yeah. It's, I think it's fair. Um, like it. I do. I think it's an aesthetic thing for me. If like I do have underwear that does have holes in it. I just feel like a shittier person. <laughs> I'm just like, uh, look at what are you doing? You're an adult. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm just like, uh, I should get rid of these. I should just buy new ones. Yeah, but <laughs> the the reason I bring that up is because I've tried to like hook one of those holes on her pants and like rip those. Yeah. Don't you touch my pants. <laughs> those are my sleeping pants. And and she really likes them. So okay. let them have holes in them, I guess. But I suppose maybe it's a difference of if you're going out into the world with, you know, ratty underwear versus just staying in the comfort of your own home. Like you just wear them in bed or on the couch yeah or outside or or sure just do what you feel Uh, anyways who cares who cares do what you want feel comfortable we have robes yeah i gotta say i fucking love that robe i have you been wearing it past the cabin yeah (laughs) um well mainly i suppose you paid for it (laughs) oh i still gotta i gotta pay jackie i did not do that yet um but um no, I like that robe. I've been using it. Uh, mainly, I'll just use it when I get out of the shower. Um, really? Like, yeah, you just wet and all, you just... Yeah, I'll just put that right on. Um, <laughs> and that's, you know, it's it's nice. It's comfy. No, I've never thought about that. Well, obviously, I've never owned a robe until, you know, she bought those for us. Mm-hmm. But last night I did. I came home and I, like, took all my work stuff off. I put on some sweats and, like, a tank top. Mm-hmm. And I just put on the robe and it was so, it was like, I'm home. I'm in the mood to just relax and be present. Yeah. Watch the new episode of your mom's house. And, you know, it was just a lot of fun. Yeah. And I think I, I'll probably utilize it more for like lounging in the winter when it is cold. You know, I run pretty hot, so mm-hmm. I'm not trying to get all cozy up. Well, now that granddaddy Tane's going to be out of there, you know, he ain't going to be. I imagine he's one to like really watch the thermostat. Yeah, I think so. We've been not that you guys would go like crazy with it, but yeah. 
Um, I think it was mainly Laurel when she lived in the house. I think she was the one who really went crazy with it. Oh, Laurel. Yeah. <laughs> totally forgot that person existed. <laughs> Not good nor bad, just totally forgot. forgot. <laughs> well, you know, you, I wouldn't say, like, because I lived with her for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so you were just coming over for band practice. So it's not like she was fully involved in your life for a yeah. whole lot. It was usually I rem- the one vivid thing I do remember is that we were watching shows and she would always talk. I think I'm pretty sure she would always like talk about things or like why she didn't like this or that. And it's like, I'm, can I watch this and enjoy it for myself, please? And the funny thing that you say that is she would also be the one who would complain if other people were talking when she was watching a show that she was really invested in. Fuck. <laughs> You know, but and I feel bad because sometimes I have that same sentiment sentiment, but I just am like, I don't want to be this person who's like, don't talk while I'm watching my show. But <laughs> it's like, geez, why are we watching something that's very like plot driven if everyone's just going to just talk the whole yeah. time? That's why I just put on Always Sunny all the time. I know every word of every episode. I don't have to. You could have the whole thing on mute and I just be like, ah, that's a good one. I remember that joke. <laughs> you just see them in the situation. <laughs> yeah. But that just makes me like love and appreciate our friend John. Cause one time we were watching, you guys were watching a movie and I just came in the room and I'm like, yeah. what's going on? He's like, are you going to sit down and watch it or sit down and watch it or shut up? Like, <laughs> like I'm not going to explain the show or start it over. Like just sit down and watch I it. I don't remember that, but yeah, it seems like something John would do. This <laughs> is <laughs> just, just sit down and shut up. But that he would just, it was so clear and direct, like, okay. Yeah. And so I did. Yeah. <laughs> but no, 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 because it was Dark night, and then I left. Oh, okay. But either way, yeah. Ah, uh, uh, memories. Memories. And it's funny because all those memories were in the house that, you know, Tane and Ellie are moving out of. Yeah. And That uh, yard sale went terribly, by the way. <laughs> like, nobody bought anything. <laughs> you know? <laughs> all that happened was... They put a bunch of stuff out on the uh, in the yard and they set up some music and they, you know, they were hanging out all day and a few, you know, a few friends came over, um, but they were mostly there to say goodbye. And yeah, I think they're not moving away. It's just they're moving out of the house. Yeah. And I think people are just wanting to like, it's an excuse to stop by and hang out. But then all that it was, was the neighbor kids. Just kept on coming over because they just love playing with the dogs. But they have no sense of boundaries. The kids or the dogs? The kids. Well, the dogs too, but more the kids. Where like, because um, it's, uh, there's Sharon right next to us. And then over one more because there's that trap house. And there's like 30 people who live in that house. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's a bunch of these kids and they they really love the dogs. And so they'll just come over. And so they know Ellie at this point because they'll just they would just walk over if uh, if the dogs were outside. Jeez. Yeah. You know, no why, self-preservation. Why? Why were the dogs even out? Um, I don't know. Seem, I, I don't I mean, obviously, that's not important, but, but it's then, like, just put the dogs away. But like they'll come over and they'll be like, oh, Ellie, can you get us a glass of water? And then she'll go do that. And then they'll just follow her into our house. 
Remember like, that time we were having that show and that kid just showed up? He yeah. just grabs a glass and we're like, nope, yeah, bye. We had a house show and, you know, we're all adults. And so we have like a bunch of beer and booze and everything out. And some neighbor kid who's in like his early teens just comes in, walks into the house and tries to take a beer. And so we're like, no, we take it and kick him out. But and then they like, get mad and... They come back with their friends and start throwing rocks at people. <laughs> oh, those were the good old days. Yeah. Uh, that's South Minneapolis. I mm. love it. Love it. Love it. But thanks for tuning in. Yep. Yeah, for real this time. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> See ya. Goodbye. Keep it spicy. Yeah.